I'm a pirate, a bum, a rascal, and a thief. So many reasons to be proud of me. I don't own a nice car or a fancy home. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dining with Wolves. This is the podcast dedicated to the perseverance, grit, and determination that it takes to pull ahead in life when most of us feel as if the deck has been stacked against us. Guys, we're doing a solo one today, and uh, next few ones are going to be solo. A couple of scheduling conflicts and stuff got uh, got my man hemmed up a little bit, but uh, he's still going to be on the uh, horror episodes that are looking to launch next week, so we're looking forward to that. Anyway, again, we are doing this solo. So, how are you guys? You guys living a good life? You guys doing good shit? That's awesome. I'm stoked about that. I want good things for all of you. But, let's go. If the body be feeble, the mind will not be strong. Mr. Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson is a controversial um, character in the ethos and history of our great nation. But uh, just for a little bit of... um, Backstory, if you will, if you don't know, Thomas Jefferson was the third president of this great and glorious country that we all get to live in. If you're listening to this, um, you know, outside of the country, then uh, I don't know what to tell you, man, but uh, I appreciate your listen. It's awesome. Um, he was one of the great authors of our Constitution as well, and I I chose this quote not because um, it was specifically from Jefferson, as we know. Again, if the body be feeble, the mind will not be strong, and... It's no secret that a couple years ago I broke my back. I've mentioned it numerous times on this show. I've mentioned it numerous times in my in my life. Uh, a lot of my friends saw a very um, heartbroken and uh, physically broken person for a couple years of my life. Um, I was also going through a terrible divorce. Uh, we're not going to get into all that again. Um, but just know, like that's kind of. Um, there's a lot of other things that I've been through in my life, but those are the two recent things where I felt at my absolute lowest. I was reeling from a death in the family as well as these two other things. Um, I don't know why, man. I just can't bring myself to to start talking about the other stuff uh, on the podcast yet. I mentioned one time that I really wanted to nail the right um, episode for it, and uh, I'm just going to stick to that story because the amount of writing and reminiscing that you do when you lose somebody that you care about is uh, it's uh, it's a uh, God, excuse me. It's um, it's gut wrenching, and you have to relive things in order to get uh, certain parts of the story right, and uh, it's just not very fun. So it's taken me a long time to get it. I'm sure that when I go to record the episode or episodes that are in that involve this um, tragic situation, uh, that it will be uh, many takes and a lot of editing. So, but either way, it's still going to happen. But like I said, it's no secret that a couple years ago I broke my back and I also went through a terrible divorce and we all go through shit. You know, most of you go through shit. Actually, you know, every last one of you guys do. I believe that our entire entity is in like complete uh, synchronization. You know, uh, when things go fucking haywire and you end up being in that spot in your life where you just like endless series, like through your mind, like endless series of just fuck that and fuck this, and fuck you, and fuck me, and fuck, you know, um, that kind of stuff happens when we get out of sync. You know, they say that we're a soul that dwells inside a body, and in order for us to be able to max out our full potential, we got to make sure that we're that we're doing our very best to have um, both those things working in harmony, right? 
it is uh, no uh, grand mystery or uh, secret that uh, I used to party like a motherfucker. Uh, I used to uh, run around with uh, some fucking deviant fucking people. I did some stupid shit inside my life. Uh, a lot of things I haven't talked about. I'm sure I fucking will because uh, I'm just not ashamed. You know, we all have a story. Um, but, you know, I used to party like crazy, you know, start drinking on like Thirsty Thursdays. Or, you know, and then dudes night on Fridays and then house parties on Saturdays and then like Sunday day, like daytime mimosas to like pull the sting off the last fucking three days and like a 7 p.m. bedtime because we all just spent our time getting all fucking day drunk and shit. Right. And before I go any further, I said I, I, I've I've never spoke on being the moral authority of anything. You know, I deal with flaws and insecurities every fucking day, just like all of you. But I will tell you something that I noticed about myself, okay? While partying through those years, it seemed like, you know, just like, whoa, man, like what a crazy ride, you know? Still still going to work, still, you know, making money and paying bills and shit. There were other times where I was fucking completely homeless. You know, there are other times where I had to wrap my leather jacket around my legs and curl up in a tiny ball and use another hoodie in my backpack as a blanket uh, in like, you know, 19 degree weather in the Pacific Northwest sleeping underneath a, uh, you know, in one of those like park gazebos that you rent to like have like a, a birthday party in or something like that, or like a, a business barbecue or something, you know, while I was in the space in that space and also, you know, like making money and still going to work and stuff like that. Like I was paying bills and like doing what I thought was like necessary, but I was a fucking nightmare on the inside, man, an absolute shit show. And so, you know, I partied my ass off basically because it was like a masking of like, I didn't want to like face, you know, certain things. And if you're still partying out there and doing your thing, like I'm not going to talk shit about it. But as long as you know that it's for the social and for the fun and not to, uh, you know, run away from certain things that you know for a fact that you're running away from. But you're too fucking drunk and you're too numb because you're drinking to uh, to give a fuck, you know, uh, about what you're running from. But my mind uh, wasn't right, you know, my heart wasn't right, and my body wasn't right. Like, none of them were communicating properly to help me figure out that, like, bro, this is not the way, you know, and I had a, a massive character defect. I didn't see, like, what I was meant to see. And like all of us, you know, sometimes we get, we get you know, lost in the fog. And I was going to work just to afford to, like, basically, like, go drink with the bros. And... Not that I ever thought like, oh my God, I'm like this horrible alcoholic or, or that, you know, certain substances were controlling me because honestly, like I did Coke a couple times when I was like real young. First of all, I never once paid for it. I never once like sought it out. It was always just a situational thing. And, uh, I, I had no foresight for generating wealth. Like I wasn't a horrible alcoholic and I didn't have all of these like super debilitating like heroin addiction or anything like that. I've never put anything like that in my body before. But like without having like I didn't have any foresight for uh, generating wealth. I didn't have uh, a, a game plan, even like a small humble one, like nothing. I had I had zero vision in my life and lack of vision can it can completely alter uh, your life in you just wake up one day and go, what the fuck happened? Because if you have a little bit of a dream when you're young, it gets beaten out of you by everybody saying that, you know, things are too grand or things are too big or things are too whatever. And if you take that in stride when you're or if you take that to heart when you're real young, 
you believe that what you said was wrong, what you believe that what you dreamed was wrong, and that this was just the right way for you. And if you don't have a vision for who it is that you are, you're, I mean, you'll just get left behind. And I, spl- spoke, I spoke in plenty of episodes about like not having, you know, the upbringing to show me the way to success. And while that's part of my story, it's definitely not like the current path. I don't use my story as a victim mentality, but it is true that once you choose to, if you come from not so great, it's, it's a bit, it's a part of your story because your struggle is a little bit harder than some other people, you know, and you, but you have to hone in on that struggle. You have to hone in on the, the the heartbreak it's like you hold your memory of what went wrong in your life as gasoline not as uh an anchor to hold you back while it's not definitely the current path what i am trying to get to is that getting your mind right when you know that your life is out of whack takes a lot of courage and you got to have the balls to admit that you are nowhere near as good as you could be. You are trying nowhere near as hard as you as you could be. The money in your bank account is nowhere near where you thought it would be. And you need to get your shit right. You need to get fucking straight. And that path is long and it's fucking hard and it's fucking ruthless. And here's the kicker that nobody wants to talk about. No one's coming to save you, man. No matter how bad your life is or how much of a victim you have been in the past, there's no one coming to save you. There's one thing that I learned when I was, um, I don't know, probably about 30, 33 years old, right? What has happened to you in your life is not your fault. If you were a victim of something, that was not your fault. But it is inherently your responsibility to heal from it and not place blame on why you can't move past it. I don't care how big or how small that trauma was. It is your responsibility to fix that shit. Nobody is ever going to want to help you get to where you think you need to be as much as you need to help you get to where you think you need to be. There is, you can have all the, all the birthday cakes and congratulations and promotions and all this stuff for when you do well. Okay. But when you don't do well, the people that are there clapping for you or clapping there for you because they they saw something happen, not because they wanted to help it get to where it should have been. No one's coming to pull you out of your bullshit. No one's coming to pull you up by your fucking bootstraps and get you fucking marching again. That's what you do to show that you care about you. Nobody is fucking coming. No one. You have to wake up every day and swing for the fucking fences. You got to walk around and know my back's up against this motherfucker. And a lot of my friends have texted me and said, bro, like when I listen to your podcast, like I know you and it's like you're talking to you on your show. And I fucking am. Okay. I fucking am talking to myself when I talk to you guys out there. Every last bit of what I say to you is a reminder to myself to always practice what I fucking preach and be a real motherfucker. Sometimes it gets hard to see yourself when you look at yourself. And I say that because I feel that. Because I've gone through that. I'm not here to put on any fake bullshit shows for you guys or put a bunch of fucking crap through your fucking ears. It's not who I am. It's not what I was put on this planet to do. It's not the... I'm not going to feed you a bunch of bullshit is what I'm trying to say. I'm here to hopefully inspire people who maybe feel like they went too hard for too long and maybe it's over for them. You know, those people that really feel like there is just that what is the fucking point? 
What is the fucking point? Why would I even try? I'm fucking 45 years old. I'm 50. Look at how overweight I am. It's those motherfuckers that I'm looking to talk to. Okay? I can talk as much as I want about wanting success, wanting money, wanting that Porsche I talk about all the fucking time. And I do talk about that shit because it's a physical manifestation of the things that I want to happen in my life. And how do I get there? Through fucking work. Work, 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 work. People think that the work, 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 work is just over for them and it's fucking not. Last week, I answered an email from a listener who was really going through some shit. If you guys haven't listened to it, go back to the last episode last week, scope it out. And in this email, he said that he joined a gym to hopefully combat some of his uh, mental hurdles. And one of my pieces of advice for him was this. It fucking will, man. It will. It will help with almost all of your mental hurdles if you know how to harness mind and body together. Okay, I speak about this because I've watched friends overcome alcoholism and drug addiction and all sorts of other afflictions, healing from car accidents, getting their mind right when they said that they wouldn't walk again. Okay, those motherfuckers were running on a treadmill a year and a half later. People tend to think that getting in shape is some horribly horrendous undertaking that it's it's too hard and it's too far and it's way out of sight and too hard to attain. And I'm just I'm just here to tell you, like, listen, like. You have a fucking obligation to be fit. You don't have to have some ripped-ass fucking six-pack or be that girl that does fucking, you know, 9,000 squats in the gym for a big old stacked ass in the back. I'm not saying that everybody needs to be this, like, model, chic, fucking ripped, shredded. But it is your obligation to keep your body moving. It is your obligation to be functionally fit. Every single person. It is your obligation to do that for yourself. You have an obligation to deep dive into your mind and read the material that helps you focus your emotions and your insecurities. You have an obligation to yourself to work harder on being better to yourself for yourself because you are yourself and you have fucking worth. And I'm not always here to be nice. I also understand that not everybody is going to agree with me and that's fine too. That's totally fine. I don't fucking care. The people that want to fucking listen, listen. And if you think that I'm an asshole, tell me. But when you wake up and you're having like a a hard time to breathe, hard time breathing, okay? Or when you can't uh, just pass up a donut in the break room when you walk by it, okay? Or when you like know for a fact that you need six times the amount of water than you usually fucking drink, you are doing yourself a disservice. Before anybody attacks me on social media... Let us self-reflect, okay? My name is Christian Paul, and I smoke cigarettes. So I guess that makes me a hypocrite, whatever. But as of the time that I released this episode, I have picked up different uh, nicotine methods, and I'm actively trying to quit because I care enough to focus in on the things that make me better. And smoking cigarettes does not help when I'm running on the fucking treadmill. This shit is <laughs> it's hard as fuck. But why do we owe it to ourselves? You know, why do we owe it to ourselves to be uh, better versions of ourselves? Because we are worth way more than we were raised to believe. And if you were raised to believe that you're the shit, then you're the shit, dude. That's awesome. I'm fucking happy for you. But a lot of people weren't raised with the coddled mentality of everything's good and you're enough. We all have something inside us that can rock the fucking world. And when you are walking through life completely devoid of like any goals you have not centered around what you possibly might be able to provide the earth it's completely true that this world is in fact a wild ride it has twists and turns at every fucking angle and most everything handed to us is almost never what we expected 
But if we follow the framework, if we listen to our deepest selves and find something that drives us, get laser fucking focus, every single one of us has the ability to change the world in our own right. If you want to smoke a little bit of weed with your friends, like go for it, man. You want to catch a little bit of buzz watching a football game with your bros, dude, have the fuck at it. I'm all for that kind of shit as long as you're staying fucking focused on what is right, what is actually right for you. Do you want to stay completely physically dormant and watch yourself wither into fucking nothing? That answer is fucking no. Do you want to sit on the sidelines as all your peers clean up their lives and start making real money and you're worried about payday? Uh, no. You owe it to yourself to fuck up your own established order of things and reconfigure. You have an obligation to be better today than you were yesterday because whether you think it or not, you are worth more by a fucking mile than what you've been raised to believe or what you've been told or the ways that you've been fired or not gotten jobs or said that you weren't good enough for this guy or for that girl. You are fucking everything, but you have to be willing to work to be everything. Not everybody's just going to sit in their, their body and be like, yes, I'm the perfect version of me. No, you're not. That's not self-love to just say, I'm content the way I am. Self-love is knowing I'm kind of out of shape right now and I love myself enough to get on the fucking treadmill and go lift some weights. Loving yourself enough is going, I don't do this thing very well in confrontation. So you take some classes to get better at said thing because you love yourself enough to be good enough to hold and grab and push and pull and harness everything that's in you to be the best version of that self-love. I'm sick and fucking tired of hearing people give excuse after excuse without getting like giving any effort towards what it is that they want. It makes me so like sad. It makes me it makes me more sad than it does mad. And maybe I'm way off base here. I'm not. But maybe you think I am. And if that's the case, you need to ask yourself this question. Why the fuck am I so offended and disagree so heavily with somebody who wants me to be a better version of me? What's going on in your head when that question is asked? Why do I feel attacked by someone who says that I should drink water, read books, and exercise? Listen, it's, it's consistency and commitment over motivation all day. Daily habits, rituals, and routines. And you know why? Because if the body be feeble, the mind will not be strong. All right, guys. So thanks for checking in on this solo one. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I hope I pissed some of you off, actually. I think it'd be pretty funny. Um, if you liked what you heard, if you got value out of what you heard, or if you think that somebody else out there might need to hear what it was that I just screamed at you, um, I know how you can let us know, man. Uh, give us a follow on all of our socials at Dining with Wolves. Uh, if you want to follow uh, myself or my co-host individually, our uh, individual handles are in the bio. Uh, we're also on Twitter. We're also on TikTok. And also, if you have any questions for the show that you'd like us to answer on air, uh, send your emails over to diningwithwolvespodcast at gmail.com. And guys, um, other than that, there's only one thing I got to say, and that's uh, thanks for listening to me rant. Uh, Some of you need to kick in the fucking ass, and uh, I'm not perfect by any fucking means, but goddammit, I'm trying not to be perfect, but to be better. I'm a pirate, a bum, a rascal, and a thief. So many reasons to be proud of me. I don't know.